This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. in your house is like not good looking yeah so what the fuck yeah and even the short guy was still good looking not bad looking right did you hear that there was another couple who got engaged that didn't get featured what i heard there were yes. like two more there was one more it was the guy because i kept being like why the fuck do they have dr phil in their house because remember that guy that they kept going to and they were like talking <laughs> that's to right him? the was, one who was a virgin he's a virgin right he kept giving rory? advice rory or something yeah he kept like giving advice and yeah. i was like he's just there to fucking give advice to people yeah and it turned out that he was still there because there was another girl LC. on the other side. It wasn't Elsie. There was another girl on the other side who he proposed to. They got propo- they they got engaged. They went to Mexico, but then they the producers were like, "We can only follow this many like people," so they cut them out of the show completely. <laughs> yeah, they weren't Shit. they weren't expecting to to get like so much like they right. didn't think that that many couples would get engaged they were like maybe one or two and then right. they ended up with like five or six and they were and like, like well yeah we have to cut some of you motherfuckers out wow yeah wild. but what a bummer like and also their story was more wild because it turned out at the end they didn't stay together and she ended up getting with someone else yeah from the from pods. the show and so i'm like you should have followed Ooh, them that would have been crazy i want to see that <laughs> yeah i yeah. want to see that i want to watch that season well yeah, exactly and, so for our listeners, like obviously we're talking about the love beautiful and amazing new soap opera, uh, mm-hmm. Love is Blind. Um, these guys have watched it all the way through to the reunion. I'm only on episode three, so I got to power through. Um, we will be recording our thoughts on the show uh, and releasing it next Monday. So if you want to hear... Our thoughts on this. This is just a bonus episode that we're putting out for Patreon. Any single level gets it. So if you've been putting off donating to the Patreon or getting involved in that cool club to get bonus <laughs> features. You are not going to miss, like, want to miss our thoughts on this. Because, uh, we have uh, so many. We have so many. I've and Cassie notes. and I are literally like bursting at the seams ready to talk about it. Right. And we're having to contain it. So when we are able to, yes. it will be an explosion. Oh. Yes, because I am only three episodes in. I have literally pages of notes. So I have many, so, oh, many so many thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, I, I braided. I because so Anthony went out of town uh, last Sunday, and so I dropped him off at the airport. I knew I was gonna like put my hair in twists, which always takes me like four five hours mm-hmm. to do. And so I was like, I am gonna just settle in. It was like down. it was like noon. I was like, I'm gonna get a Michelada tall boy, right? Nice. So I got a Michelada tall boy. I turned on Love Is Blind, and I was like, We're gonna do this. I'm watching the rest <laughs> of this series, and I just watched like six episodes in a row. That's amazing. <laughs> they, I will say they get you because I was like, I'm only gonna watch like one episode, like, and no, then we can watch something else. You but the way know. they cut it at the end, I'm like, Well. We I gotta, gotta see. Girl, what wait till happens. you get to the weddings. <laughs> wait till mm. you get to the fucking meet mm. the family. 
<laughs> Dude, even bikes. even the freaking like teasers for yeah. like what's up next. I'm like, oh shit! And so I've been trying to guess because I'm like, yeah. that looks nasty, man. I looks- will say, I think that Love Is Blind. Like, okay, this segues into something else that we can talk about. So okay. the new Bachelorette has been announced. Yes, and she is. I think that this is very like interesting. She is 38. I love it. It's the Perfect. first time we've Representing. had. An, a, a, a woman I, in her late thirties. Her wait, did I hear that they're going to do older? Like there is even, going to be a, another reality show I'm that's here for all that. older people. I'm here for which it. I'm gonna watch the I'm shit out of that. It. Love it. That sounds love it. It's brilliant. gonna be some cocoon shit. I'm yes. watching the fuck out of it. That sounds amazing. <gasps> oh my amazing. god, I haven't seen that yeah. movie in ages. Yeah, I'm absolutely <laughs> watching that. But this isn't that. This is because like. I didn't watch Peter's season of The Bachelor, but apparently it was like a full on shit show where like, like it's like, yeah, yeah this like is reset. what you get when you have like a bunch of 21 year olds like together fighting over a guy like it's a nightmare. It's so they were like, terrible. we're going to get an older woman from like an older woman, I an know, older right? woman from More the mature. Bachelor universe. Right. Right. Because they don't cast anyone over 25. I swear to God, I watched like. Ari season where he was like an older bachelor and he was like 35 and they cast a woman who was 32 holy shit yeah it was like everyone was like she's an old lady yeah (laughs) because she was cast on the show and so like that's why they were like we're gonna go with somebody who's in her late 30s I fucking love it because that's the thing is that it's such a fucking tricky age to date, mm-hmm. but it's great because like in your thirties, like you really come into who That's you right. are and what you want. And, but you also have that added pressure as a woman of like, do you want kids or not? Mm. And at 38, it's like, mm-hmm. you better mm-hmm. kind of decide that. I quickly. will watch this show. I heard that a lot of I'm people actually into it. A lot of, I, I'm super into it too. Maybe I'm we super should into it. follow it. I, and do and maybe we keep continuing our Patreon thoughts. Maybe yeah. we do sure. like episode by episode. I like that. I um, I said I, maybe just in case we don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't fucking hold me to it. No promises. <laughs> no promises. But I I heard that a lot of people in quote unquote Bachelor Nation don't like this woman. So we'll see. But okay. I'm willing to watch it. And this is what ABC is banking on, I'm sure. Because like I'm willing to watch it just to see how they handle it. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna get all guys who are fucking older? Are they gonna get younger guys? Like how are they yeah. gonna mm-hmm. do yeah, that? Honestly, they should put younger guys they on should. it because they, they constantly put like yes. young, like twenty that's right, early twenties with thirty five yeah, year old guys have, and that's acceptable. That's right. Like on Ari's season they had a twenty one year old. You got a twenty one year old and a thirty five year old guy, which I have no problem with. Right. Clearly, obviously. Yeah. There's an eleven year age difference between me and my fiance but like so it should be fine in reverse do it the other way yeah Yeah, flip it the other way i'm interested to see how that pans out Mm -hmm. i'm i'm down to watch it and i was gonna say they had to do fucking something because netflix is coming for your throat yeah their own yeah (laughs) shit because coming in hot because the bat the last few seasons of the bachelor have been like kind of lame yeah like lukewarm yeah and then love is blind came out and people collectively lost their motherfucking shit right so yeah. i'm like you guys should feel threatened well and honestly too speaking to the ageist stuff i have to confront my own thing when with jessica being one of the older women in there like she was only what 35 she 34 35 or she was 34 and then mark was 24 she said she's 34 
I yeah, believe she, it. She looked. I don't know. Yeah, she, I feel the same. She looked. She looked her age. She looked in her thirties. Yeah, and Mark looked in his twenties. Exactly for sure. But then you you get to know him. And I'm like, girl does not have a 34 year old brain. <laughs> That's for no, no, no. sure. No, no. Age ain't nothing but a number. It no. it was obvious yeah, that like, it, bothered it bothered her though. Her, but also okay. And again, we're gonna save our thoughts. But I will say it bothered her because she didn't want to be with him. Right. Because I'm like the guy but that she was, she was so fucking thirsty for was only a couple years older. Yeah, he was 27. like 28. Yeah, 27. they still had like a seven or eight year age difference. Right. So I'm just like, I, what's the, I don't, yeah. Uh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah, but I understand what you're saying as far as like everyone making, well, not everyone. I mean, she's really the one who made a big deal about her age. Yeah. But the literally fact no that one else did. It was made a deal of on the show um, about her age and she's 34. But normal normalizing women in their 30s being like dateable sexual creatures is, is what it's all about right now. And see, having that representation. I think definitely matters. Yeah, I am know? ready for the cocoon version. <laughs> for I'm sure. That sounds so fucking good to me. <laughs> for sure. Well, I guess we should say that uh, this is my worst date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Hey. And we have new patrons. We yeah. Very exciting. So we want to give a shout out to Adelaide Brow. I love the name Adelaide. Me I do too. too. I that's so cute. I love that I love so it. much. We're Welcome. so happy to have you. Welcome to our our patreon family we're gonna get you your rewards in the mail v soon yeah and make sure you tune in on monday to listen to the love is blind right so adelaide (laughs) this this is your um warning if you have not listened to love is blind yet you need to go binge it so that you're ready (laughs) yeah for that reward um that's coming super soon I also wanted to give a shout out to Rebecca, who is a patron of yes. ours. She is also a member of our Facebook group. She's amazing. I love her so much. She invited us to come to her um, restaurant and see her. She's a hostess at a really nice restaurant here in L.A. So nice. And unfortunately, Cassie was out of town. But my so husband went in my stead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it was actually so cute. So me and Chris went. Uh, Anthony wasn't able to go, but he chauffeured us. He drove us there uh, and dropped us off. And so me and Chris went in. We we beat Christina and we went up and immediately she was like, oh, hi. And I was like, hey, because I'd seen her on social media. Like I knew what she looked yeah. like too. Yeah. yeah. And so we hugged and then she looked at Chris and she went, Chris. <laughs> she knew. It's, he was That's famous awesome. by proxy. That's and it's Chris amazing. So wonderful. It was so yeah. cute. Like that because like awesome. Chris was taken aback. It was like so sweet. And she took such amazing care of us all night. Like such a it sweetheart. was wonderful. It was such a fun night, such a fun experience. So thank you so much, Rebecca. We love and appreciate you very much. Sad I missed it. And yeah. next time for sure I'll be there, but I'm so glad Chris got to enjoy that with you guys. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yay. All right. So in our Facebook group, okay, <laughs> yeah, this came up and it made me laugh so fucking hard. And I thought it would be like a funny question to ask you guys. I think maybe we've talked about this before, but I want to read some of these because I think they're, <laughs> they're hilarious. So someone posted stupid or strange reasons why people broke up with their partner. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you guys read No. Oh, oh my God. They're hilarious. Okay. So it's like deal breaker kind of thing. Like, or just something that maybe you didn't, 
I mean, because they're weird. Like, so you probably didn't expect that this may be an issue going into a relationship. Right. But then you're like, oh, no, I can't do that. Oh, it's things like, like it's the like, Ashley Judd poster over the bed. Yeah, or like not <laughs> believing in dinosaurs. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like, you're like, oh, no, I can't. And, but these are even more petty than that. Um, okay, so one, he didn't take off his underwear during sex. Okay, oh, but that ever, ever, we, ever, we, we ever we <laughs> we we just push we, it to the side we <laughs> we if you're wearing he like, pulled it out no, of the opening of the of the boxers no, like how no i hate this. i was with somebody that wore socks i thought that oh, was I bad that too i wear socks all the time during sex, during sex? i think sometimes yeah Look, I'm lazy. You guys know I'm lazy. I'm not trying to like. I'm Anthony, like, blink twice if you're okay. I'm one lazy and two always cold. Yeah. So I'm like, how many pieces of clothing can I keep on? I gotta be honest with you. I I gotta be honest. I'm always cold, also lazy, and I gotta be honest. I don't think I could with socks cute, on. Cute. Yeah, I could, there's, I'd be like, something, there's something completely the unsexy about that. Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm like, it's I. This yeah. is what you're getting. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> And cold. There you <laughs> go. There you go. But you don't keep your underwear on. Uh, no, which would be less no, awkward to be I honest. Do than not. A guy. Yeah, yeah. I do not keep my underwear on. Um, no, some guys think that that's sexy when women keep their underwear on. They just like sure, push it to the sure, side. Sure, or sure, yeah. But a dude. But a dude. Also, every time. Like every it's not no. like a yeah. one time. A, I was so excited. I just had to do it right now and couldn't take my underwear off. It was yeah. like every time. A thousand questions. No. Okay. <laughs> a thousand. Dated a guy who said my bag instead of my <gasps> bad. No. <laughs> Oh my god! My bag. Nope. She, she would write, "I have to go." Half like oh. a half order of fries. No, mm. no. Yeah. He pronounced the L in salmon. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of that John Morgan uh, ordering quiche. <laughs> what? Instead of quiche. Oh no! Quiche. Oh no! Quiche. Ah. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and it's like little things like that where you're like, that shouldn't. Like we talked about it in our uh, double date with private parts unknown where <laughs> she's like, I broke up with a guy because I didn't like the way he ate nuts. And like maybe if I'd like stuck it through with him, we could have had something really beautiful, but I couldn't get over the way he ate nuts. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the same thing. It's like she just couldn't get over him yeah. pronouncing the L in salmon. Yeah. She's like, I can't. I, I can't. Get it. I can't do I, it. I don't think I could either. He yeah. said, we definitely would be like. Is it, mm, you're like, that's not how it's pronounced. It's, I'm that's sorry. Chris's album. I know. And that drives talked about that. me crazy. Yeah. I'm like, Chris, album? Sugar? <laughs> <laughs> Sugar? <laughs> I'm like, that's so some cute. country Columbus <laughs> shit that I don't know about. <laughs> he said. He said creme rinse instead of <gasps> conditioner. <laughs> what? Did you creme rinse? Um, she ate her chicken drumstick. Was She ate her chicken. Wow, chicken. She <laughs> ate her chicken drumstick with a fork, which at first I was like, that's okay. fine. I, yeah. Eat, yeah, I eat my same. wings with a yeah. fork. And her T-bone steak with her hands. Okay. <laughs> I was willing to give you the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. She said Berber King. And I just Burber. couldn't bear it. Not like as a drunk accident. Like that's just constantly Berber King. Berber King. She refused to eat anything besides chicken nuggets and french fries. No substitution. Chicken nuggies. Chicken nuggies. No. But can you imagine like that's no. all? That's all. All You're gonna you eat? die. Like, Absolutely not. Yeah, I hate that. Wasn't there an article that came out a couple years ago that like this kid in You're um, gonna die. And yeah, there was this kid in England who had like 
he was like extremely deficient. Like he was like on the verge of death because all he would eat was like was potatoes and Fast pizza or something, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And his parents like didn't force him to eat anything else. And he was so nutrient deficient. Oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Do you guys have anything like that? Is there anything like weird that you're like, this should not be a deal break, like not a deal breaker, but like, have you dated someone where you broke up with them for like a, Hmm. dumb reason or seemingly dumb reason well the ashley jeb poster was definitely up there but you didn't break up with him because of that did you you should have. i mean (laughs) no i gave like gave other reasons but yeah that was that was really i think like symbolic of what was wrong it really stuck with you so yeah it must have been intense i just think about like how like what a subtle shitty thing that is to do to like hang another picture of a very attractive woman, a large poster, yeah. in fact, over a bed that you're sharing yeah, with someone with else. with someone else. It's just like it's so subtle. <laughs> and, you know, we're all like insecure at like 18. You know what I mean? I mean so we're all like, insecure as humans. Yeah. Like, humans are insecure. You so know? I'm like, you know, uh, just learning about sex and my own sexuality. And, and it's then you just have like, fucking Ashley Judd so watching like, you. competing with a poster it was so fucking bizarre so oh, yeah man i can't think of anything i'm trying to think of like a petty thing that i've actually broken up with somebody over i can't think of anything i will later i'll, I'll re-listen to this later and be like oh boom i don't think my dating experience was like vast enough for me to have broken up with someone over a petty reason like but if you were not dated somebody because of petty reasons I don't think so because we <laughs> we've discussed this before. Like my dating standard was, does you he like, like me? me? Yeah, mm-hmm. then that's enough. You know yeah, what I mean? So I dated, do. <laughs> I dated all kinds of people. That looking back, I'm like, what the fuck? Like you, your standards should have been higher than that. Like yeah. Keegan, you were better than that. But like, but I think yeah, all so mine have think- been good reasons. <laughs> yeah, I didn't date somebody one time because he would only. The only activities that he had in his life was working as a bartender at Damon's, a place for ribs. <laughs> Thank you. And then, <laughs> and then, a place for ribs. A place for ribs. And then coming home, wasted to watch The Big Lebowski. That's a good uh, reason. That's a good reason. And I was like, kind of seems like hobby or something else in there would would make you more palatable so did he watch the big lebowski over and over over and over i've probably seen that movie because he was a roommate too which is also a good reason not to date somebody don't date your roommate ever 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 nope that's a great reason so yeah i've probably seen that movie about 200 times i think it's funny when people get like a bee in their bonnet about a movie like Anthony's notorious about this. Like he can watch the same movie over and over and over. When we first started dating, his movie was The Departed. The Departed. <laughs> he watched The Departed every day. Like I swear to wow. God, he watched that thing. Like he watched that movie every day. And then for a while, it was like World War Z. It was like World War Z. Like every day. Oh my gosh, I get like I- that with songs. I'll do yeah. that. And then I, I get like that with songs. I'll, yes, I'll real. I'll, I'll listen ruin to a song. a song like a hundred times. I in will a day. ruin a song. Speaking yeah. of you guys, okay. I will I, watch a movie too, <laughs> over and over. I know I, I'm late to this party. I'm I'm totally late to this party. But like I started listening to today, 
I was listening to uh, Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell Yeah, album. dude, it's great. That album is fucking great. It's, and the only song slaps. you ever... It, it does slap. It slaps mm-hmm. hard. And the only song you ever hear from that fucking album is her Sublime cover, which is, in my opinion, the, the worst song on, on that album. album. Mm-hmm. Like, the album is so good. Yeah, I was she, listening got, to she it got today. fucked at the Grammys this year, honestly. I mean, I love because she's the two old Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. exactly. She paved yeah. the way. Yeah, she she's paved the, the same, way for she's Billie. The same energy, and yep. and wow. Fiona Apple paved the way for her. It's yep. like that sad girl, like kind of depressed energy. Well, that hits. It's true. It's yeah. like you know, it's that's real. That's You're speaking truth. Yeah, looking for the lie. Looking for the lie. Well, now we've got we've got sad girls. Oh for shit! Fuck Mary Kill. Okay, Lana, oh Lana, Billy, Fiona. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's okay. Billy's eighteen, so I feel oh still gross, but <laughs> slightly less gross. Yeah, I think I know fuck what I'm gonna do. Mary Kill, Billy Eilish, I'm Fiona going, Apple. I know what I'm gonna do. And Lana Del Rey. I'm the way, Cassie. I'm gonna kill Billy Eilish. Mm-hmm. I don't like that look that she gave at the Oscars. I'm gonna say it. I. To my she girls, tried to, to defend it, no. and I was like, "No, no, don't I like it. didn't like it at don't all." Like it. And I loved her album and everything, but yep. I kind of feel like she's a little privileged too. Well, what was her What was her defense? So, oh. if you guys don't know, she gave a look whenever it was um, Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph were doing a bit. It was hilarious, which was fucking. It was hilarious. so funny. They're amazing. Her they, excuse was she saw herself on the monitor and she was making that face at herself. Okay. I think that's possible. It's possible. I'm willing to give her the benefit okay. of that. Well, that actually, okay, that might, as an 18-year-old, that's an 18-year-old move for sure. Yeah. I could maybe see that. Like, she's probably like, oh, God. Like, okay, that makes more sense to me because it didn't make sense why she would do that. Right. That. Yeah. 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 Okay. Still killing her. Um, I am going to. Uh, <laughs> don't care. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. Moving on. I am going to fuck Fiona Apple because that bitch is crazy. Oh, yeah. That's I feel like be... Lana Del Rey is crazy, too. I'm going to marry Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, actually. I can see that for you. Yeah. I see that for you. <laughs> I love that journey for you. Yeah. yeah um. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to fuck Lana Del Rey because I feel like she does really kinky shit in bed. Like I think because she like she had that album cover where like there was like a hand on her throat and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm like she is into some stuff that's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of her songs are also explicitly more sexual than yeah. Fiona Apple's songs. I'm marrying like, her. So I am going to fuck her. I'm going to marry Fiona Apple. Mm-hmm. I like I like Fiona Apple. I think she's got like a, a real soulful energy that I she can get down me. with. Um, I, I like her. I'm going to I'm going to marry her and I'm going to kill Billie Eilish. I, not for any reason, except for that. She's just she's 18 and. Like I'm in your like, age. I don't I like it. I don't like any 18 year olds. Have you Same. talked to one? That's Same. exactly right. I mean, like Fiona, Fiona Apple put out criminal when she was 18. Like, yeah. like I have no shade. Like, it, do you be yeah. amazing? Music is I'm so awesome. fucking. And also I am like such a Gen Z champion. I'm like, you guys are fucking great. Oh, I hell love yeah. Gen Z. I'm like, you guys are out here doing the shit. Doing the damn thing. That's amazing. Do you hear um, what the newest, newest generation is wait. called? I don't know. Which what. one's going to be deleted next? Gen Alpha. What the fuck does that mean? It means they're like they didn't um they didn't want to go back to A. 
after Gen Z. Uh, so they they just they decided to call it Alpha uh, for right now until okay. because all those those people are like ten and younger, so they have to wait to see. Who decided like, to call it Alpha? Like a Gen Xer, because Alpha means something different to like millennials and below. Right. Um, it means something different for Gen Xers too. I, believe. <laughs> I don't think yeah. to my mom. Like who's oh, a Gen Xer? True. Yeah. So I mean, like, technically, my generation was our generation. Christina and I. Our generation was completely wiped Gen out. Y. Gen yeah. Y. It's completely wiped out. And they try to like either meld us into elder millennial or right uh, end of Gen Xers. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to do something completely different. So we'll all three be different. Okay. I disagree about Lana Del Rey being kinky because watching really? her perform live, she's very, very stiff. First time I saw Lana Del Rey perform live was on SNL. Maybe she's just was, repressed, though. And sometimes mm. those people are like the most mm-hmm. nasty. Yeah, that's true. But seeing her do that SNL performance, I was like, who is this chick? Now, I ended up getting into her music and everything. She does write like very explicitly, but I think she, she wasn't talks great a bit. on SNL, though. You're right. I saw her on SNL and I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Billie and Eilish was actually really good on SNL. And she's trying to say that she didn't rip off Radiohead okay. with that one song. And I was like, girl, <laughs> bye. Don't lie. <laughs> That's fair. Lies don't, don't look lie. good on you. So I'm I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. Okay. Not interested. I'm going to marry Fiona Apple because I think she's very cerebral. I've always had a crush on her. I've been listening to her for years. I feel like we could have really weird, fucked up conversations. Absolutely. Like she's going to have some weird, deep fucking conversations with you. And also like she did something I really loved recently and I can't remember who she donated to, but she donated all of her royalties for criminal to some organization. Oh, you're right. I heard about this too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, God, that's so lovely. Like, I don't know. I like that. I'm marrying her. She also... Oh shit! What was I gonna say? Totally. Lo- oh, she's gonna talk to you about that thing that I tagged you in on Instagram, where they were saying about <laughs> yes. fucking. What was it? It was like like something about aliens or being, something. The aliens are 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 whatever we are. Oh, we're evolved, evolved humans. humans. Yeah, I was like, oh yes. shit. This Fiona, is gonna be a Fiona combo. Apple is going to do shrooms with you at Joshua Tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like oh, that's yeah. what Fiona Apple is for gonna sure. Do. And she's gonna do it, but she's also got like money, so she's gonna do it and. And then you guys are going to go back to like a glamp van. Yeah. Like, or like a really nice like RV. Super like yeah. cool like Airbnb. Because she's bohemian, mm-hmm. but she's been rich for long enough that she's like, I'm not that bohemian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right, right yeah. back. Exactly. And so then I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Billie Eilish. There's something about, I'm like her youthful energy and something about this makes me want to put her in her place. <laughs> Okay, so you like, can definitely right. teach her some. Shit. I I feel like I I'm gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a thing or two, and I, you know I okay. I don't know. There's something about it. So okay, all right. So yeah, um, I see that. Yeah, sad girls. I like it. Yeah. Did you guys see David Byrne? On yes. Which John Mulaney again? I fucking love John love. Mulaney. Like, just keep him as a constant host. Jake Gyllenhaal in that airport fucking sushi. Huh. <laughs> hilarious so good i love i love jake gyllenhaal i have a secret crush on him like big time he doesn't need to be secret yeah that's okay (laughs) super weird yeah and so cute he's super cute did you see nightcrawler where you're just like whoa yes and i was like (laughs) 
911 because I Nine want him to one. come take pictures at my place what is right the now. Thing where it's just like <laughs> there are certain instances like like there's you? Matthew Good. Oh. Honestly, okay, this could yeah. be a future fuck Mary Cope because there's Matthew Good in Stoker. Oh yeah. Which if you still haven't seen Stoker, like oh, where it. he's the creepiest person on earth, but you're still kind of like, why am I like super attracted to you? I right want to see the w- movie with him as like a vampire with the witch. I don't know what, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'll look it up and show it no, to but, you guys. Like, but I'm like, he's there's something about like I don't know, like him in Stoker, Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. and then sure, like Joe in you, but in um. Oh my god, he's played a creeper and stuff too, and I'm always like, wasn't he in like? Oh, didn't he play one where he was like a sex addict? Yes, that's oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Where you're like, ooh, but also, <laughs> but also, but <laughs> me also too. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, you guys want to take five, and we'll come back with stories. Sounds good. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. I do not have the coronavirus. We are back. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you guys, dude, it is making me so fucking insane. So uh, full disclosure, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to Anthony if he's listening, but um, (laughs) he used to talk to me about this person who would sit next to him at work who chewed really loudly oh and it made him it made him so crazy that like he and the first few times i was like i'm so sorry like that's that sucks that sucks sucks. but then he like kept talking to me about it and i was like all right i get it like it 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 sucks yeah but there is someone at work who sits on the other side of the cubicle from me (laughs) and all day all day you guys this is what i hear Oh no! Trigger no. warning. No. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I hear it all day. I'm not even kidding. I hear it probably. You're in your sleep. Now. I hear it probably like fucking every ten seconds. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like that's why I have Lana Del Rey's album in my fucking ears because oh. it sounds. It's not just clearing his throat. Yeah. It's like it sounds like he's about to hawk a loogie. <gasps> like that's what it sounds like. And do you know I'm what like, I do when people do shit like that? Because this is awful, and this is how you can tell. I am passively aggressive. I'm like, do you need a, a cough drop? Do you need water? Do you, you need know? water? Do you need water? I feel like I would, but the way our cubicles are set up, they're really high, so I can't see him. So also, it's not every time even... you do it, I'd be like, "Hold it!" It is. It is the most like, vomit. It because if it was throat clearing would be annoying. Mm. Yeah, but it's the sound of like he's digging deep, the gurgle that I'm like. <laughs> like okay coronavirus what if you just, maybe just start throwing lozenges yes. over the wall i'm just like i'm like soaking my hands in fucking sanitizer like i'm like oh and i know Ugh. that like i know that that's being so fucking like weird but there is something about hearing him just like clear no, his throat too far and then anyway. i also have that midwestern sensibility and I, tell me if this is true because y'all are midwestern too do you get frustrated at sick people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you're just like, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. There's yes. something about being Midwest that's like, yeah. Just, don't when be, was the last time you actually called be, off work? Don't for be being sick, sick in and public. Like, we're wrong. Don't be we sick. are wrong. I know. I'm willing to say that. Like, we're wrong. Be sick. Like, don't be I, sick. I get it. But also, there is something where <laughs> when he is clearing his throat that much, I'm like, 
is it a tick or is something wrong? Yeah. Like, are, what is, is wrong with you? Are do you, you okay? need water? Yeah. Do you need to go home? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. But I don't think so. I think it's just something he does because I've been there I for a month now and like it's just no. what he does. But it is. Can you dead. imagine being his wife? Uh, yes, or uh, his oh. husband. Oh, yes. gotcha. Yes, yeah. but no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my but God. No. Oh. no. No. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you guys. Okay, so I'm preface this story by telling you that, okay, so this week I was in Phoenix. The awesome thing about being in Phoenix is that one of my really fucking good friends that I've known for years that I w- used to work with at um, a company, a hair color company mm-hmm. before, um, we worked together for a while. She and I did not like each other at first. We both saw, oh, bitch, you can play the game. I can play the game. We saw this in each other initially. I love when you know you need to match someone. Yeah. That happened to me at work this week where like I could tell I know her energy. Mm-hmm. And I, knew I know she, you. I knew she was going to call me. And like I'm a pretty passive conflict diverse person. But if I know that that's like who I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, I know I need to match you or you won't respect me. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. go into this. Like, yeah. Like. I need to go into this being strong because if you sense weakness, you're going to fucking come from my throat. Exactly. And I think that both of us, that is a very, I think, Lindsay, you're going to listen to this and be like, I hear this Mm -hmm. and I see this. Yeah. (laughs) So, but we became really fucking good friends. I fucking love her so much. So she moved to Phoenix. She used to live here in Los Angeles. She moved to Phoenix. And so when I was there, I got to go see her new house and her and her wife like graciously like welcomed me in and like we hung out for two nights it was i love that most amazing time it was so much fun i had like some nights and some evenings where i was done working and we got to hang it was fucking amazing we had so much fun at her boss's house that one night that's right you met her that's oh Mm -hmm. my god that's right yep yeah that was a fucking blast blast so funny that's right yeah so i got to see her when i was there awesome anywho so this story is a story that her wife shared with me that i was like girl i need you to put pen to paper immediately i'm gonna need this in an email stat (laughs) need it immediately if not sooner so she did send it to me okay so background used to go to a bikini car used to go to a bikini bar with work friends to grab drinks and play pool. I met R, a stripper, when I go to the bathroom. The girl's dressing room is next to the women's bathroom. Okay, as a stripper, I know this layout. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to a strip club before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not all strip clubs are created equal. However, mo- like some of the smaller strip clubs, when you, um, when the women's restroom is just like, an offshoot from like the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Like yeah. it's, and that makes sense. I mean, a like, wide that's, open that's door. How, that's what it that's is. That's how theaters are as oh. well. It's just like theaters and dressing rooms are right by each other because the performers need to get to the bathroom. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But these are like open. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not like, Oh, yeah. they're open. Yeah. Well, interesting. I mean, okay. the one I used to work at was, so it's like okay. an open doorway to the, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we talked and she asked for my number. I didn't hear from her, but I saw her when my friends and I went to the bar. One night, I stayed late and she offered me a ride home. Well, she got pulled over on the way home and was arrested because there were drugs in her car. <gasps> I asked to, was asked to get on my knees, put my hands behind the back in an upside down prayer position while being questioned by the cops about who I am, oh, what I do. Uh... 
What's, oh, what did she say? No. Was she in? Did she say? California. Oh, California. She's like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a substitute teacher. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's She's so scary, baby actually. Substitute teacher. No clue there's fucking drugs in the car oh, and just God. takes a ride home with this chick. Oh, no. That is so scary. We're near train tracks. It's past 2 a.m. and they let me go, but they tell me to get a ride. Art asks me to take the little suitcase of hers so it's not left in their car. Absolutely fucking it's not. It's her stripper outfits and shoes. <laughs> I don't. I'm like. It's expensive. I mean, it, it is expensive, but I'm like, it, what's in that suitcase? I don't trust okay. you now. Exactly. Well, I'm pretty sure the cops have already gone through it. Here's the thing, though. Like, the other side of that. Okay. No. Sidebar story. When I worked at the club in Columbus. Mm-hmm. There was a girl that I used to work with who had to borrow clothes for me one time because her cat pissed all over her <laughs> fucking bag. What did she do? Thank that, you. That's the first thing I say. I'm like, what did you do to piss uh-huh. your cat off? Because they don't just piss on shit just because. No, question, they're they mad. don't. Question one, that second question, why'd you bring it inside? Your <laughs> shitty, pissy, smelling ass bag. Cat pissy ass, smelling ass bag. Into the fucking dressing cat room. pissy, smelling ass bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Get the fuck out of oh here. No, but you're absolutely right because like okay. cat pee has it's such a distinct worst. odor. Like, yeah. It is so strong. So imagine stripping with that they- smell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> giving a lap <laughs> dance with that. No. <laughs> no, 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 you, no. That guy like, goes, goes home and his wife's like, did a cat piss on you? Yes. And he's like, yes, absolutely. Yes. That's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> was, the, was the cat wearing sparkles? Oh my God. So much glitter everywhere. Oh my Glittery God. cat. Don't ask. Oh my God. My roommate picks me up and doesn't ask questions. Good roommate. Yeah. I can't remember how. I would 100% friend- ask questions though. I'm such a nosy yeah. fucking bitch. I'm like, was there drama? Did drama happen? Oh, I know. I oh, want to know all everything. I'm like, I pick- I picked you up. This is your, this is my Uber rate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All the tea. I mean, give me all the tea. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I can't remember how, but a friend of hers showed up to my place to pick up her suitcase. And about a few days later, I don't hear from her for months. So that's just the background. Here's, oh, oh, I'm sorry. There's oh, more. That was exposition. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Character development. So, I'm that's in. Right. So, right. I'm just the old guy who came in to tell the little bit of background story before the opening sequence. You're, you're what's his face? Sam Sam Waterson? That's or right. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I love him. The mustache. It's like broom mustache. Yes. <laughs> the date. I'm driving home from a friend's after hanging out one night about 10 p.m. And she calls me. Gives me a story about the drugs not being hers. Asks me to come over and makes pr- makes it pretty clear it's to hook up. I go. All right. I know it's a huge idiot move. My reasoning is I'm gay and I'm in the closet. <laughs> and even my family doesn't know. I don't know how to meet women. And it's it, it was like all I had at the time. And I totally fucking get that. Yeah. You're I, like, I got to do what I got to do. I no shame. That. And also bad girl vibes. Okay. Like, look. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Shit's going to be wild. Yeah. And I thought it was, she was super cute and sweet. Still, it was super dumb, but at least now I have this fucking stellar story. <laughs> I get to her house and we're kissing about for five, for about five minutes. I go to the bedroom and it's around midnight. We're making out. We hear something outside. She's convinced it's her crazy, jealous ex and that he'll go ape shit if he knows i'm there we hear another noise 
bitch pulls out a fucking hunting knife out from her pillow. <gasps> oh no. Oh, I just got chills. No. Uh, like guys, <laughs> weapons do not belong in the bed. Weapons do not belong on dates. No. Weapons. In your no. pe- I was just laying on that pillow? Absolutely oh, not. I freak out and ask her to put it away. Text him that she's uh, and and text him that she's sleeping or some excuse and tell her to go away. She's like, tell him to my fucking cousin or something. I'm your cousin. Like, tell him to I'm go away. I'm just staying the night. I'm just, I'm just, just, I'm right. just your good friend. Good, yeah. I'm your cousin. <laughs> yeah. She tells me that he showed up because he's supposed to take her somewhere in the morning. I'm like, in the morning. Yeah. Why the fuck is he here now? That's not an explanation. I don't understand. She's like. I say, text him and tell him that she's got a ride. She's like, I'll fucking take you wherever. Don't worry about it. I'll take you wherever. So she tells me he's left. So now I'm fucking spending the night because I'm afraid to go to my car now and need to give her a ride in the morning. But wait, it's not just her. It's her goddamn daughter, too. I meet her when she comes into the room around 4 a.m. because she had a bad dream and needs water. Oh, I, no. That's not how you want to meet someone's kids. Did Surprise. not have any idea that her daughter even existed or anyone else was even in the house. Oh, oh. She hops up on the bed and R gives her a hug and I get the fucking water. She goes back to her bed and I slept for a couple hours before they get up and get ready. So when I ask where I'm taking them, R says... It's on the way back to where I where you live. Okay. She's like, I live in Orange County. Did I mention I drove all, her all the way out to her house in Lake Elsinore? So for Jesus. anybody that knows, that's probably like probably easily an hour drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So from Orange County to almost like above San Diego. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's more it's yeah. It's, yeah. It's a bit of a drive. Yeah. Desperate closet gaze. <laughs> Shame. So when I press and ask exactly, she tells me I'm going to drop, I'm dropping them off at the Norco jail so that her daughter can visit her dad. Uh, (laughs) Seriously? uh, I just say, okay, take them and never heard from her again. Oh my God. How did they get home? (laughs) She's like, she's like, she, I asked her, she was like, I ju- I'm like, I'm just your right here. I am dropping you off. Yeah. She's like, and then I She called her boyfriend. Left. Come pick her up from the jail. Oh, girl. My God. <laughs> Layers. Wow. I, that's upsetting. Wow. That's an upsetting date. That's, oh my God. Layers. 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 I don't like, like that. Bitch, you better send me the story. I think I shared it on the podcast. The guy that that had a kid and his kid I didn't yes. it was his puked. kid was home yes. and this kid puked yeah yeah and I shared one or one of us shared one I think it was me where like she spent the night with that guy and then her kid his kid like came in in the morning and wanted to like use them like a fucking jungle jam yeah and I was like no, what the you. fuck you guys like you have to disclose that information you have to you disclose you can't let it be a surprise yeah do you know how also and I don't mean this in any kind of derogatory way but Surprise kids can be very creepy. Like if you're not expecting them, <laughs> yeah. like we have yeah. been conditioned to think that like kids are synonymous with like scary in like in like scary movies. I don't want to turn a corner and see an eight year old in a dressing no. gown. Like, no, like I will freak out. I punch <laughs> when I'm scared. I punch <laughs> hard when I'm yes. scared. I'm like, yeah. why I'm are you here? I would, you got to warn me that there's going to be a kid if I turn a corner. Yeah, and and honestly, like as a parent, like. Don't 
bring a fucking stranger into, into their house, house. especially with without kids. yeah communicating to all parties involved yeah that's yeah, it's, uh, yeah. no way no, no okay you guys so we've We've been getting an influx of stories, which is fucking great. Great. Keep them coming, please. Yes, yes, so much. So if you sent us a story, we are going to get around to reading it. You know, It may take it a while. It may take a while, but it's, it's a coming. So this one um, got sent in um, a little bit ago. It's a follow-up to the Joe Dirt story. Oh, Amazing. I don't remember what episode <laughs> that was on, but it was one of our like earlier, earlier episodes. Yeah. Um, and I think it's actually in the title. I think it's in the title of the episode. I think, I think right. so too. So go back and find that because that story was. Oh my God. We were crying it laughing. was. I think he had like. He had a wolf shirt. It was shirt. like a wolf muscle shirt or <laughs> yes. some shit. Yeah. And like a big belt buckle, red cowboy boots and like spandex, like Honey bike went shorts. all in. To go to the on movies. On this look. Yeah. Yes. That's extreme. It's yes. a look. Yeah, yeah. So so she writes in, Hey, ladies, I've been sitting on a couple old stories that I'm going to hopefully send in soon, but I think I'll start with this shorty that happened recently. I took a break from dating for a while last year, but now I'm starting to get back into it. So once you've been dating a while, you develop almost a routine of sorts. Interesting factoids about you, quippy responses to common questions, mm-hmm, and most can, importainly, your go-to stories. I can I, totally see that. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yeah. your type five. Like, what about me is, like, interesting. I was actually having a kind of funny, like, debate. Not a debate, but, like, at work today, we had, like, a team lunch or whatever, which immediately I'm like, I don't know. But um, <laughs> we passed, we were driving in Burbank, and there was a uh, psychic and the psychic, it was like $35 special. And yeah. I was like, who the fuck is spending $35 for a tarot card reading or whatever? I was like, right. I was like, that's so silly. And they were like, would you spend any money on a tarot card reading? And I was like, I don't know, like kind of for fun. It would be kind of fun to like see what somebody would say, yeah. like what their first like impressions of you would be. I think like that that's kind of like interesting. And I think it's similar to like your first date yeah. situation where you're like, what's the most interesting things like about me or like right. what would you perceive about me that I can like regurgitate back to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. For a first date. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely identified with that. I had it, I had it down to like a routine. Yeah. The, the stories you pick out, everyone asks the same questions. No one's really interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that one, that really got me. Well, as I'm sure will surprise no one, the Joe Dirt story from episode 20. There, there she goes. Go. She spelled it out oh, for you. Episode go. 20 is one of mine. So I'm on this date a couple weeks ago. It's going okay, but I'm not really feeling it. He unfortunately appears to be one of the many men that are way better by text than in person. Some people really excel yeah. behind a screen. That's disappointing. But I can see he's nervous and really trying, so I'm attempting to loosen him up a bit. He asks if I want to do some shots. I agree to one. He does three. <gasps> oh, wow. In rapid fire succession. Oh, no. Yikes on bikes. <laughs> Have he- you ever, like, I feel like that's dangerous territory. Like, I don't, I don't think I would ever out drink somebody on a date like no. that. Not like that. Like maybe have like an extra glass of wine or something, but never like. No, I never did shots. I never did shots. On never. A date just because I, I mean, it just doesn't feel safe. Safe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But well, and a three well, to that's one. That's the difference between a guy and a girl. But I mean, <laughs> even with a guy, I'm just yeah. like a three to one ratio of like 
anything. I feel like is insane. I also yeah. don't know what would happen if I took three shots like in rapid fire I succession. I, I don't think that I've ever done that. Like one, two, three kind of thing. I like how my body would process that. I feel like 25 minutes later, I'd feel a little. I don't know if I've ever done rapid succession, but I've definitely done. We're playing drunk Jenga and yeah. three times on my turn. Which is a lot. Yeah. 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 And I don't think it ended super well. <laughs> uh-huh. He's starting to laugh and joke with me, though. So I just go with it and decide it's time to tell the story. He's having all the appropriate reactions until I get to the part where I say, and then the awkward touching started. <gasps> oh, yeah. Because oh, that's right. no. that was the thing where he was yes. just like lightly grazing her arm. I'm Ugh. getting goosebumps right now just I, thinking about I know. That. I remember how awkward it was because I'm like, I don't like strangers touching me. And if you've already on a date with somebody that you're kind of not feeling, mm. when they start lightly that's caressing so much you, worse. I, like, I almost <laughs> would rather you like actually full palm like touch me. Yeah. Then yeah. like do this but thing where it's like, like the the tips, tips of, of your, your fingers, fingertips like Ugh. just grazing like <laughs> oh my god i'm so grossed out it's just awful yeah so then she says y'all he interrupts me and says what you mean like this and he starts <gasps> Poking me. No. Like jabbing me all over the place with no. one fingertip. Let me tell you something. That is so. Don't, That's a way to get break a finger. Don't fucking poke me. Don't I fucking poke me. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it so much. So <laughs> he, she says like jabbing me all over the place with one fingertip the way you harassed your siblings when you were kids. <laughs> that must be why I hate it so yep. much. Why are you touching me? Why are you I'm touching, touching me? You. I'm, I'm not, not touching, touching you. you. Ah! Oh my God. I'm so shocked. He ends up poking me two or three times before I get out. Whoa, what? No. You think he'd stop then, right? Nope. Okay. He keeps on poking me. I say, yo, what are you doing? Knock it off. Dude face keeps on poking me. Here's here's what it is for me. Let it's it like go. because the poke the go. poking part, I'm like, if it was to demonstrate a point, like, was it like this? I'd be like, okay, I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't love it, but it's not terrible. But at that point, what that is to me, I do not like being like fucked with. Yeah. And at this Tickled, point, it's like you're poked. F- you're fucking with me. Yeah. It's like you're doing it to be annoying yes. and when people do that <gasps> yes it it i have zero patience for that i'm like i'm a grown fucking woman and like you doing you're pulling my yeah. ponytail oh, on the God. on the fucking like playground playground and i'm not i'm Enough. not here yes. for that at yes all. so yes. do not poke Preach. me you can tell like i you can tell by my expression this isn't enjoyable i've mm-hmm. fucking told you no. with my big girl no. words that yes. i don't like this yes. that's right so motherfucking stop like yes. i don't you can read it and if you don't to me that says that you have you're so unaware right of like other people's like reactions and emotions that i'm like ah, i no <laughs> yeah it's not gonna work <laughs> So I finally say very firmly, I don't like being poked. Please stop. Motherfucker keeps on poking me. Oh my God, you're going to break a finger. Seriously. So I slapped his hand hard as he came in for the next poke. That finally gets his attention. He goes, ow, what did you do that for? I said, Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have a bruise where you wouldn't stop poking me in the arm. I said, yeah, I really don't think this is going to work out. Paid my tab and left. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. 
No. Jesus. Fucking she also, I, uh, this same person, she had written something in our Facebook group about how she had gone on a date recently where she told the Joe Dirt story. Yeah. And the person she told the Joe Dirt story to didn't crack a smile even one time. And I was like, you Wait, psycho. Yeah. Yeah. I was Do like, you not I, have is, a sense of humor. Is he a at sociopath? All? Yeah. Like, you have to get out of that immediately. Yeah. Robot. He's, he's like, Robot. I have that shirt. Why is that funny? I think that bike Robot. shorts and red cowboy boots are a good look. <laughs> I also What's like wrong? caressing strangers that yeah. don't like me. In fact, I only touch with gentle fingertips. <laughs> Oh, it's the only way I communicate. Gentle fingertips is so cringy. Oh my oh, god, that's the fucking worst. <laughs> oh. Okay, I just got all the goosebumps. I know. I'm like, I'm sickened. Okay, <laughs> the subject is the date that I think I ruined. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love your podcast and have been binge listening to it for uh, at work for weeks. Aww. I work third shift in manufacturing. <laughs> anyway. The date I think I ruined isn't a date that I was on. Backstory. Two friends of mine, yes, I know both people, were dating each other. Let's call them Keith and Jamie. I met Keith first as I used to drill with him, and I met Jamie uh, when I worked at a restaurant. Keith and Jamie eventually started dating each other. I had introduced them. Anyway... On a summer day, they decided to spend the day together as they both had the day off. They went for a walk at a local state park. I wasn't witness to this. I was told about it later. Anyway, Keith called me as the park was super close to my apartment. So they asked if I wanted to hang out for a bit before their later plans. They were both friends of mine. So I invited them over to my apartment to hang out as I... This is such a like you're so you're young and yeah. like no one knows how to date right and you're just like I don't know we're we're nearby her house do you want to go hang out no, with her for a little while like yeah. on your date <laughs> um uh, I had them come over to my apartment to hang out as I was broke and couldn't afford to meet them anywhere I let them know that I needed to shower so <laughs> my roommate <laughs> and or his girlfriend now wife. Uh, may be the ones to let him in. I was just getting into the shower when they arrived. They made themselves at home while I pa- uh, while they patiently waited for me to finish up. Like on their date, they're like, waiting for oh some dude God. to get out of the shower. It, I think I think it's a woman. A woman? But, yeah, to yeah. get out of the shower. Um, while I was washing my hair, <laughs> while I was washing my hair, I feel something trickle <gasps> my hand. No, I tickle my hand. I shook my hand, thinking it was a chunk of hair. I looked down, and I see a freaking spider. Oh, my God. Ooh. I knew it. I knew it. I knew I'm it. I got chills. I, oh, my God. Dude, did she fucking throw herself through the plate glass <laughs> needless, shower door? <laughs> needless to say, I got so scared. I ran out of the shower, nearly slipped and hit my head slash <gasps> face on the bathroom sink <gasps> oh. while screaming at the top of my lungs. Spider, 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 someone fucking kill it. I ran out of the bathroom into the living room completely <laughs> naked. <laughs> Soaking wet. <laughs> and shampoo running down my face. My roommate, let's call him James, went in to kill the spider. At this point, it had washed down the drain. Keith and Jamie were laughing, which if I were them, I would be laughing too. Yeah. James let me know oh, the spider no. was gone. Keith, being who he is, says in the most sarcastic, joking tone, thanks thanks for the show. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know if I ruined their date or not, 
But even then, it was still funny. I still laugh at it. And James and his wife have yet to let me live it down. Several months later, Keith and Jamie broke up. I don't think it was because of that day. So that's a plus. <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> Hope you had a great laugh at this story. Uh, it still makes me smile. I have to say um, twice, two times this has happened. One time, the first time I took Anthony home, we were staying. There was an apartment underneath my parents' house, and it's like technically the basement. Yeah. And we were staying down there with my brother, and there's a, a bathroom down there. And it's still a basement, even though right. it's like an apartment. So there are like crickets and shit. Ooh. I was in the shower. My brother wasn't home, and it was, it was just me and Anthony down there. And I got in the shower. And a cricket fucking jumped at me. No. And it was like no. a big one. No. Like oh, a no. big one. And I jumped out of that shower. I ran into the other room and I was like, you have to go in there and kill it. Like, I, I cannot, or not Ooh. kill it, just like get, get it, it out. Get away. It out. Get it out, but and, just kill it. So and it then I went back. to my, it, it happened again. I was at my grandparents' house and um, I was in the shower. I went to get in the shower. This is so deeply upsetting. A cockroach, <gasps> like a big one, like oh, a God. like a one inch one. It fell from the shower curtain because I moved the shower curtain to get into the bathtub. <laughs> it fell from the shower curtain into the bathtub. I like step back calmly. I like wrap myself in a towel. Like all my relatives are like out in the living yeah. room. I'm in a towel and I like went out there and I was like, excuse me. And my mom immediately, because she was there, she's like, it must be a bug. It's the yeah, only reason yeah. she came out here. And she went in and killed it for me. I was like 29 and I had my mommy go kill yep. <laughs> go kill a cockroach yep. for me. I was like, I can't do it. Can't do it. Nope. I was <gasps> on top of a gentleman no. in no. my apartment. No. And we were in the throes of a good old fashioned fuck fest. <laughs> Huck Finn reading. No, of course, yeah, we were we were doing it. And his eyes were closed and I <gasps> was riding him and I look <laughs> at the wall directly behind my bed and see a cockroach that was the size of a fucking dinner plate. Fuck in you. My fucking no. apartment. Literally just like, what up? What's up with that? Like across <laughs> the wall. And so I'm writing him like, oh my God, I'm please sorry, keep your done. eyes closed. We are please done. keep your eyes closed because I don't want you to know that I, I've never seen a no. fucking roach in my apartment because villain eats them. <laughs> and so I'm like, how has he missed this big motherfucker? Because it's like almost as big as my cat. And so I'm like, oh my God, please don't open your eyes and see that there's a cockroach in my apartment. But it's literally like it could fall onto his did head. Did you finish? I no. mean, I didn't. I, I faked like I did, but I waited until it literally had crawled and no. passed. I made no sure way. to like wait. No. And I was like, eyes on me, eyes on me. But I'm watching that motherfucker <laughs> in my peripheral. You got like a mad eye, moody eye that's just like <laughs> no. rotating, watching. You're like one eye on you, one eye over here, fucking watching this fucking goddamn I need to make cockroach. Sure, this thing's Absolutely not plotting my death. I, I have such a fucking. One time, I know we're going off on a whole tangent, but like one time. I was watching a movie at my house and uh, whenever I was a teenager at my parents' house, I was in my bedroom 
and I was watching it on my computer screen. And mm-hmm. so I was sitting at my computer desk watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was dark and light draws cockroaches. <gasps> this cockroach was so big. It was so big. It was like an inch and a half. Oh, I know. It was They're an inch fucking and a half. terrifying. And it walked across the screen. <gasps> so it was like illuminated. Oh I legitimately, I was like, nope. I got my shit. I left my room. Yeah, like that cockroach down. kicked me out of my bedroom. I was like, <laughs> goodbye. I went and slept on the couch. I went and slept on the couch. I was like, I can't. I can't do Dude, it. Dude, when bugs are that big, like, I, no. I'm not bugs. I'm shook, you guys. No. I am. No. Shook. I know. Mm-hmm. They're so big out here. They're fucking enormous. They're well, so scary. Yeah, they're big in Missouri, too, because Lort. Yeah. I was like, absolutely fucking not. Like, you can have it. This room is yours now. <laughs> you claimed it you in the name here. of Spain. It's for you. You live here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry, Cassie. All right. Okay. Okay. Thankfully, my story does not include bugs. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, But it is a crazy in love. And um, I got this story from a wedding and a murder. Yes. Oxygen. I Uh, fucking love all of those shows. Oxygen is becoming my new, like, go-to. It's your your ID. Well, I don't have... oxygen and ID. I don't have ID. I only have oxygen. I've only told you a thousand times. You I know, but my thing I've told you, you it doesn't work. Like, yeah, it doesn't. You can do it on your phone. Yes, but... Okay. Okay. Who, anyway, who wants to? It's, it's I watch it on my phone all the time. Anyway, um, and then also I listened to a podcast about this called Crime Beat with Nancy Hickst. Mm. So this was... I never even heard of Crime Beat, but I was like, okay. Thanks, Crime Beat. Cr- thanks, hey. Crime Beat. It's actually pretty good. So... This is a story of Shannon Medill. She grew up in Calgary, Alberta. Shannon was a fun. This is a Canadian, like a I know Canadian like, heavy episode. I feel like yeah, a lot I, of Canada talk. I this is like the second Canadian story I've told, and both of those guys were from Can or Calgary. Oh, oh. is Calgary like their Pacific Northwest? Is it like is that where <laughs> all of them are? <laughs> I don't know. Let but, us know, Canadian listeners. <laughs> let us know. So, um, Shannon, fun, outgoing, big personality, which led well into her aspirations to become an actress. So she's like described by everyone. I mean, they show videos of her like Mm -hmm. as like she is the life of the party. She's like even during like graduation, she's like, you know, kind of a ham, but in like a way that everyone likes her. Exactly. A total ham, like a total actress. She's the youngest of four children and she was very close to her family. So in late November, 2014, when she didn't show up to a dinner with her brother, her family grew concerned. Shannon lived with her husband, Josh Burgess, and they had be, um, they had met, uh, and it was a case of opposites attract. Shannon was this bubbly, big life of the party, like we said, um, actress, while Josh was more of like a quiet, shy type. He was very laid back, super quiet family. Um, in the basement. <laughs> yeah, I'm hmm. I'm like, he did it. <laughs> Immediately. I know we've been trained. I'm like, this is an oxygen show. Oh, God. Yeah, he did it. Like, <laughs> the family as well as Shannon's agent both say that there is like a great match. He was like super supportive of her career and he was like very into her and like the family just like fell in love with him right away. I mean, he was a it was a great fit. Yeah. Um and Josh took a job in downtown Calgary so that Shannon could spend her days going to auditions. And, and sometimes making trips up to uh, Edmonton to do auditions as well. So Alberta's, you know, just over from BC, Calgary's south, Edmonton's north. It's about like 
two hours distance okay. I think, between the two. All right. So it's like us and San Diego. Yeah. Like LA to San Diego kind of situation. Exactly. All right. So, so, you know, every once in a while, she'd have to go up to Edmonton to do auditions there as well. Both decently sized cities. Um, they, Josh and Shannon had a very unique relationship in that they, um, that was by all accounts, very trusting and open from the beginning. Shannon, um, they, they had, they decided from the beginning of the relationship that they wanted to have an open relationship. That's oh, great. Maybe he didn't do it. Yeah. 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 So Shannon, she preferred like these kind of short flings and Josh was kind of more into like a traditional mistress. Like he's like, I just kind of want to like one person, one person, like a side, like one side chick, like yeah. one side chick's going to do it for me. Yeah. And he, Look, he's a busy man. He's like, he's, I can't juggle all these people. They're both <laughs> on enough. dating apps yeah. and they're both well aware that they're both on dating apps and they're both completely fine with their relationship Great. the way it is. Yeah. This kind of open relationship. So Aaron, who's Shannon's sister starts to reach out to the family when once they do hear that she's missing she starts reaching out to family co-workers and that's when um a clearer picture kind of starts to form not only had she missed dinner with her brother but between November 27th and December 1st she had missed auditions callbacks parties all with different groups, so mm. no one was aware or alarmed. Oh. So you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, so yeah. a callback with this thing, an the downfall here. of an extrovert, where it's just like you have got yes. too much shit going on. You like you've got groups. too many groups. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so she's so, got parties with this group that doesn't necessarily hang out with this group. Mm. So this group doesn't know. So not all these things are connecting that. So they're not feeling, yeah, because they're, they're not yeah. feeling super, super concerned yet. Well, they didn't know that she had missed so much stuff right. at this well, their point. Husband should have known. well so during this time josh and shannon had been going through a split shannon was uh looking at places in edmonton because she had been offered a job there so she uh so she wouldn't have to commute back and forth and, and though it kind of felt amicable they they tried to stay out of each other's way just to kind of be respectful of each other's space Mm-hmm. So was this like a trial separation or was it like they were on they were headed towards divorce? They were heading towards divorce okay. at this point from from all accounts. Mm-hmm. Okay. They they were kind of this this was but the end of the relationship. amicable split by It seemed somewhat amicable. Right. However, again, they were really were kind of like we're not going to we're not going to try to cross paths at yeah. the same time. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. going to try to like also well, yeah, kind of steer yeah. clear from each other give each other space. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they are sharing this uh, the same roof, but there's also times when she's not going to be home. Right. So you're saying like it could be understandable that he might not realize that she, anything's amiss. Right. Like maybe They're not he's, communicating. Right. And, he's trying exactly. to stay out of it. Maybe he's trying to be cool. Even if he had any like suspicions or worries, he might try and push those away because he's like giving her her space. I'm letting her do her right. thing. Yeah. And again, so like when Aaron calls and, you know, it, you know, it really wasn't that out of line again for them to have missed connections or whatever. So he's like, you know, I haven't seen her. And so he's, but he does end up finding her cell phone is still in the house. Yeah. So her dog is still there. Their dog that they got together. Her cell cell phone is there. The car that she was driving at the time was there. So it was like all very suspect because it's like, okay, well, she's clearly not in Edmonton that we know of. Right. But The family, too, there was a little bit of there was some talk on the show on Oxygen that there had been a past a a past um, incident in which she had tried to 
um, commit suicide. Like there was like a, a depression episode in which that they, he had thought she was going to and kind of talked her off a ledge. 911 was called all this stuff. And so there were some things in, in the past that also kind of were being like, well, maybe, maybe she just ran away. Maybe she decided to just go to New York. I don't know. Maybe she decided to like go pursue her career. And there was like all these speculation, not just from Josh, but just from everybody, the family, this is everybody. Why it's important to set up. I had a whole conversation with my mom where I was like, mom, I will not just disappear. I was like, if I'm gone for a significant period of time and nobody knows where I am and people are like, hey, maybe she just went to start a new yeah. life. I'm promising you right now. Yeah, I will fucking tell you. Like if, if I'm yeah. I will tell at least my mom, I will be like, look, yeah. I'm not telling anybody else, but I'm telling you like I have to get away and like this is the thing yeah. I'm doing. And so if you don't hear from me, it's because like I'm choosing to do this thing. Right. Well, you know and then when we I call f- Tammy, she's like, don't worry. She's not. She called Disappeared. Me. Yeah. But she does not That's want right. to be found. And yeah. I'm not going to communicate that. You have to have a plan in place. That's right. So that being said, there wasn't a plan in place. And so everybody's like, where the fuck did she go? Maybe she went to maybe she went to New York. Maybe she went wherever. But her her um her agent they spoke to her on the show and they're like her agent's like you're not going to just move to new york or vancouver or wherever and a not have your agent be involved with that and not go to callbacks and not go to auditions that's not how this works if their speculation is that she's moving for her job like you're moving to new york for your career you would at least tell your agent even if you didn't Uh, tell the people who are around you because like that's the person who's gonna help you like that's right move on to the next step get that connection yeah Right. It just, it's the most illogical stuff. So at any rate, Erin, having exhausted all of her efforts at this point, she's reached out to everyone, Erin, the sister. Um, she reaches out to the police. The police held a police com- or a com- press conference, sorry. Um, but within two weeks, leads were going nowhere. So right away, they are like, okay, there's been enough time between her being missing and now, and this is like, she's, she may be out there. We got to figure out what's going on. Right. So this press release, it's Shannon, her brothers and her mom and sister and, you know, like her. Or Aaron. Aaron is the sister of Shannon. Yeah. So it's Aaron and her brothers and, and her, her mom. brothers okay. and her mom. Yeah. And then, yes. And then Josh. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're all there at this press conference. Aaron's speaking for the family. She's like explaining to everybody, like, this is my sister showing pictures. Like, you know, if you've seen her or Shannon, if you're out there. Please let us know you're not in trouble. We just want to. We just want you to reach out. Mm. Right? I can't think of anything more scary. Like mm-hmm. your sibling, just missing the the kind of like love you have for your siblings is like unlike, and like it's a different kind of love than you have for other people. And I cannot imagine like if my the fear like if my sibling was missing, missing or if something too. had happened mm-hmm. like I it would be so like. Like you just have nothing but Ugh. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a book I read when I was young. And I think it was called A Year Without Michael. And it was the story of a family coping with the fact that mm. um, like her brother basically like went to a baseball practice and never came home. I, Jesus. I spoiler alert, Oops. they never found out. So <gasps> oh, like, I don't like that. The whole, That's not the, a good book. The whole family just has to deal with not knowing just not knowing and that's, and i'm like it's the worst that's the lovely terrifying. terrifying worst mm-hmm. oh my god it's the worst and like and just knowing how much i love my brothers like I, it would 
it would kill me. Like if if something like that happened, like oh, oh god, it would be so awful. It you know, it's one thing to lose someone, but to not know where they're to not exactly know where that they added, are. It it yeah. would drive me insane. The missing mm-hmm. is yeah, oh, it's got to yes. be harder than yeah. losing someone because mm-hmm. there is a finality to that. There's yeah. no end, right? Because you can also think. I mean, think you about can speculate like, for the rest of your life. Think about what was it like, Jamie Smart. No, Elizabeth Smart, Jamie, yeah. what's Elizabeth her face? Smart. No, it was Elizabeth Smart, but then there was Jamie, what's her name? Jamie Kloss. No, there was one who was missing for 20 years and then oh, they found her. Right, yeah. They I found think that her. was Elizabeth Smart. No, Elizabeth oh. Smart was the, um, yeah, it, Elizabeth That's Smart was the woman too. from Utah. She's oh. from Utah. Um, they found her after like a, a couple of years or like nine months or something yeah. like that. But there was another woman who she the ladies was in taken. Yeah, yeah. They were taken. She was taken when she was 12 Ooh. and they found her 20 years later. And like, can you no. imagine? Because it's just like. I can't you, even watch the room. Are in order for you to like cope and be able to move on, you would have to. You would have to. I think you would have to be like, well, they're dead. I think yeah. you would confinement. Have to. Confinement. I think is the scary thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a peacock. I gotta fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. Uh, anyway, sorry. so this is two weeks later after the co- press conference. Leads are going nowhere. Finally, they get a lead. Someone is walking through the a local park and finds these pictures hanging on trees. It's a woman with red hair. So. Aaron has natural, beautiful red hair. It's this woman and it's red hair covering her face with like flowers. And you can't see the face because it's obscured by all this red hair. And they're like, oh my God, does this have something to do with this missing person? So why is that so frightening that it's just like pictures pictures. on a tree in a forest? Horrifying. Fucking scary, right? So I, I also want to point this out. I'm so sorry, but I know that there are people yelling at their fucking like whatever they're listening to their <laughs> radios right now. It's JC Dugard. Yeah. She was missing for 20 years. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm okay. so sorry. I just had yeah, to you're like, I need to because know I, this. that's me when I'm listening to podcasts. I'm just like, get the answer. And it makes me insane. <laughs> you're like, it's JC Dugard. It's JC. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this spurns like this huge search into this uh, wooded area. Um, police asked for any info um, at, from the family, too. They were like, she's had headshots done. Do we know any of these photographers? Could this be oh. like a photographer that she has worked with in the past? I have been to so many shady. Like one time I took <laughs> time Ocala. off. I took time off work to do this photo shoot. And then I got there. I called Anthony because I got there and it was this house. It was a nope. house and they didn't tell me it was going to be a house. And I felt so unnerved. Mm-hmm. I called Anthony Trust your while gut. he was at work. And I was like, I don't feel good about this. And I went home. Good. Because I was yes. just like, I I was just like, I don't trust this. It feels like so yep. uncomfortable. But that type of thing can happen. It happens all the time. Trust yeah. your gut. Trust your gut. Yeah. Trust your gut. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm. You never know. It may have, may have been nothing. But it may have been something. Always trust your gut. Yeah. Um, so they're looking into like these these um, photographers, etc. So it turned out, though, to only be just a coincidence that they had had a red haired model. It was from a local art school that had done this project. And so this was all part of this like art school project they had seen on the news. This the school had seen on the news and they're like, oh, shit, that us. Oh, <laughs> so that lead. 
also led nowhere. But this is like the first real lead because they're, I mean, literally nothing is leading it nowhere, leading nowhere. Josh and Shannon's relationship, though, to kind of kind of backtrack a little bit on where they were in their relationship had dissolved when a fight between them had exposed some of their fissures in their relationship. Shannon had suggested the idea of closing their relationship temporarily um, just to kind of on a short term, short term basis so that they could focus on their issues, really discuss things, find out what was going on and really kind of dig deep to like both of them want to save their marriage Let's not focus on anybody else right now. Let's focus on us. And then we can get back to whatever was so working. Smart. She was yeah. trying to eliminate distractions. Like that, right. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And Josh was really hesitant through this to drop this side girlfriend because, you know, for him, it's not just like a one-off deal. Like he actually has like a, a And that makes sense too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I see it from both sides because it, it yeah. might be easier for her to be like, okay, we need to close this because like she's yeah. having one-off flings. Whereas like he's having a long-term relationship with That's somebody. That's right. Yeah. And so at the time, he's just like yeah i'll do that but he never did and so it kind of became a back and forth of him trying to hide something and in the long run work for polly yeah no it didn't work and you know and so that was the end that's why they had gotten to this place where they were just like you know what yes it may be somewhat amicable but they both were just like it we're clearly not in the same they were hurt yeah yeah now there's feelings involved and and she even though too, like she knew the girlfriend and she even reached out to the girlfriend and was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, Josh and I want to take a temporary time out, like where we're gonna, you know, keep our relationship inclusive. I'd really appreciate your respect in this decision, et cetera. So, you know, and that it just didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. You know, you're feelings. including another person's feelings, another person's emotions, another yeah. person's life yeah. involved in this. So, oh, you boy, know. I don't have anything to say about this. No, no. <laughs> I've noticed how quiet you've been. It's very weird. Um, <laughs> police, knowing this is the aspect of their relationship, determined that, you know, there's multiple players in this, you know, situation. Yeah. And they did several, um, you know, Issues, you know, kind of reaching out, finally determining, you know, from like, you know, reaching out to all these different partners, all these people. I'm, I don't want to say it like that because it made it sound like all oh, these no, different no, partners. No, no, no. Yeah. But, you I, know, there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more people involved in this relationship. It's not just like two. it's the husband. The husband did it. Right. right. Yeah. yeah no, people. I don't think yeah. that that sounds judgmental at all. Like yeah. in this case, there's going to be a lot more footwork. That's right. Because there's there are more people to talk to. There's more people to track down. And as we know, we do a crazy in love segment like passion, love, emotions. These things can like you make never know people do crazy things yeah, and right. like you do have to track down all those leads you're like yeah, right. was there a scorned lover did somebody take this more seriously than then she they did right yeah was there an obsession factor going on in this like you know yeah. that's that's just good police work that's right yeah. well after all that police work it literally led nowhere everybody's got great alibis everybody's like locked down nothing is making sense and still they're just like what in the hell is going on like why can't we track this girl down and there's there's you know no digital footprint after the 27th so it's not like she's been on her phone she's not using credit cards she's not doing anything Whoa. so they finally are like able to determine from her phone call or cell phone records that her last movements were at her in her apartment in that area on the 27th of november mm-hmm. again last time anybody had heard from her and everything kind of kept coming back to josh he had 
been really the last person to see Shannon. They had interviewed him four times though, and had searched the house two times. They had, and just hadn't gotten any answers. Right. The lead, uh, in detective Christopher, Christopher, Christina, Wit. Hey, oh, Detective Wit. Christina. She's a boss bitch. She is. Yep. Um, she was certain that nothing was um nothing was adding up. She was just like this. You know, uh, we've interviewed this guy four times. We've searched the house twice, but it still keeps coming back to Josh. There's like nothing. Where else could it be going? Right. Like literally, this is the last person to have seen this person alive. Nothing yeah. makes sense. So. She, um, she, you know, as time's moving by again, there's no footprints of life as she describes it in quotes. Like this is Christina Witt saying there's no footprints of life again, basically increasingly more certain that she's dead at this time. They were able to obtain another search warrant and, um, and seize Josh's phone and Shannon's car. So this is the third time they're going to be searching the place. July 2015, while try, trying to execute the search warrant, Josh would not come to the door. So Christina's there. She's knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. Nobody is answering. Finally, she's like, tries to call him on his, on his phone, and he finally answers his phone. Um, he's inside the house. And during the call, he's extremely stressed out. He's like, you know, I'll be there. I'm going to come. I'm going to come to the door. I just don't have any pants on right now. So I'm going to go change real quick. So it's a lot of like slow baiting. Like, what are you doing? Stalling. It feels like stalling. But I mean, also in my mind, I'm like, I don't know. In a situation like this where like they're at your house for a third time, I could see it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But on that phone call, the stress leads to him to blurt out to christina went that he did kill <gasps> his wife what what yeah why so like i mean the, wow i'll tell you okay <laughs> so after that then she's like shit this guy's confessed to murder to me on the phone he's gonna kill himself he's either gonna kill himself or he could kill us yeah right we gotta stand he's got no no he seems like a kill himself if he's been stalling for that long well yeah. you know an hour and a half later after the sta- of the standoff he comes to the door finally he's covered in blood he had tried to kill himself with a swiss army knife with a swiss army I'm knife sure you have other things do you not have another in knife the house. in your home <laughs> what uh, what do you cook dinner with yeah so it is the shallowest of wounds. Yeah. However, he is sent to the hospital for his couple stitches. Oh, poor baby. Oh. After his release from the hospital, he was arrested and interviewed by the police. He had been told by his lawyers not to speak, and that's kind of what he does. They keep interviewing him and interviewing him. Eventually, they have cadaver dog dogs have been have been employed to the house. So. The dogs had hit in multiple spots, including a shovel and a spot in the private fenced front yard. I'm explaining that it's a private fenced front yard because they showed it on TV, but they don't explain. And it just sounds like somebody's digging up a fucking hole in the front yard. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those. Um, it's like a unit that all of them look the same, but they have like those big, tall fences. Yeah. 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 Like pri- privacy fences. Yeah. Like a, tall yeah. Privacy fences, fence. essentially. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and this is where they recovered Shannon's body. Oh. Finally, Josh revealed. So he hadn't even said anything until 
finally they had found the body and they're like, so finally Josh revealed that what happened, he had come home from being out with his girlfriend. He's like, I had an amazing night. And he's like, super quiet. You can actually hear like the tape. It's, it's actually pretty wild. (gasps) You're like, no, thank you. I'll just tell you that. No, thank you, please. (laughs) He came home with, from um, a night out with his girlfriend. His girlfriend dropped him off. Shannon was on the couch watching a movie. He asked if she wanted to have quote, angry makeup sex. What the fuck is wrong with what you, sir? What is wrong sir? with guys? After. Oh, honestly. my God. And they did. And so she agreed. And she was like, fuck, yeah, we'll have some Again, I don't sex. have the energy to take my socks off. Let alone, like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm in true. the middle of watching, like, while you were sleeping here on the couch. Like, I am not <laughs> trying to get up and have sex with you right now. Like, I'm busy. Oh, my God. Didn't you just come from somebody else? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're in love with his wife. And he wants to have angry makeup sex. Yeah. So they're having like pretty aggressive sex and she was into it and he was like, you know, we don't have to have angry sex. We can just make love. And she's like, what are you fucking talking about? We're through. And she, he, it becomes clear that Shannon had thought he had said angry breakup sex, not makeup sex. So this spin out turned into a huge knockdown drag out fight. And she had told Josh that she regretted even marrying him and that she could have done this alone and didn't need him. He covered her mouth because he said he just wanted her to stop talking. Okay. Okay. I, every time I hear this, every time I hear this, because I've heard this many times like in, in Crazy and Loves, uh-huh. where I'm just like, do you know how long you have to hold someone's mouth and nose? It doesn't even end there because she bites him. Oh, good. She good. bit his hand. Um, and started screaming. So he started choking her until his hands got tired. And once his hands got tired, he started using a belt for hours, for hours. So even Yo, after she is that frightening, after she's dead, he is still choking her. That is anger. Wait, wait. Anger for why? Like she tried, she tried to repair their relationship. Like why the fuck is he so mad? Maybe like, she says Salmon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there's all, there's all little like in a long term relationship, especially one that's ending. It's like death by a thousand paper cuts. Oof. There are all these like little things. What a real that just, life like, thing. Death by a thousand paper cuts. Anger builds like that mm. rage that kind of thing mm-hmm. i just like all these little tiny that, things that like now you that can't even explain at the end of it yeah and now that it's all coming to a head he's like you know he still loves her mm-hmm. he's saying let's have makeup sex she's like fucking no and you're i don't need you and you're a piece of shit and i'm but regret ever being wrong? with you i mean i understand that i i get it i get it and i understand being hurt like we've all been hurt i don't understand like I, I truly don't, I don't think that anyone, and I've been hurt, and I don't think that anyone could ever hurt me bad enough that I could feel that kind of, like, rage. rage. Like, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. Like, to me, that is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm like, grow up. It's yeah, so ridiculous. I think ridiculous. when you're outside of it. I, and I'm I, not saying I could ever be this angry to fucking have, strangle somebody for two I'm hours. I'm sorry, you well, just yeah. came home from your girlfriend's a date with your girlfriend like yeah. I, like it, she gave you an opportunity to repair this if it was that important to you right. that you can get this mad about it ending you had 
you had an ability to fix it and you chose not to. So how important was it to you really? Mm. And like, so then I'm like, what is it? Is it your fucking ego? Like, yeah. what is it that's it's, like making it's you? Million I mean, it, it, it probably is a lot of ego. Yeah. It probably is. I mean, you're you're being told that this relationship that you love, you know, that you get been over happy. yourself. Who knows you're the not financial situation? Like, if sure. he's able to do it on his own, you know, there's well, lots I, of things. I he was, I, he was, to me, there's so much like there's so much entitlement in this where mm-hmm. I'm just like. How fucking important and special do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Like you have any amount of like fucking perspective. Mm-hmm. And also so many times when we do these crazy and loves and it goes this direction, I'm just like, there are 7 billion people on this right. fucking planet. You had two of them. And do you really <laughs> think that like, yes, it hurts. It hurts. It feels bad. It feels yeah. really terrible, but it's like there are, there's someone else out there who's, clearly better suited for you like right you don't need to wiling out like this like it's it's, i don't know i mean i listening to his confession like you you hear the regret in his voice but the fact that he didn't even confess to tell them where the body was says a lot to me yeah the other thing is is so he he basically is like he didn't want her to leave um so he decided to keep her body in a bin on the back patio and even though they had searched the house, they never found her. She was literally in a plastic bin on the back patio. And he had just only buried the body literally a couple weeks before. Wow. Because the f- ground was too frozen and he wanted her with him. We've told so many of these stories. I don't understand why this one is making me like rage so hard. But like this is making me so fucking mad. I'm so like... It's just Could you so imagine the family was over there. Yes. The family like, was there. It's the way that the, the sister story... was telling her like she was saying she was like, I saw that back patio. She's like, I saw it. And it just looked like storage. It's... She's like, I didn't even think twice. I, I and think she's it's... literally passing her fucking dead maybe sister. the way that I'm imagining the way that he is confessing. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear any like, oh, it was so hard. I just loved her so much. I didn't want her to go like all that shit. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, fuck not you. Love. Like, well, and her whole fan, like what you did to everybody involved is yeah. like, it's just so like, get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's no, not I, about it's, you. it's pretty fucked up. Initially, he claimed not guilty. Um, so when he was initially going to through the process, like of going to court and all that, he claimed not guilty. But the day before his trial, he spared the family and pe- pled guilty and he was sentenced to so he pled guilty to uh second degree murder mm-hmm. and he was sentenced to life with the possibility of parole in 10 years yikes he's not somebody i feel comfortable passing on the street so 10 years can you know? fucking imagine that means <sighs> that means technically in four years he will be uh, able eligible for parole is that fucking wild? It is wild. And it's why one yeah. of the things that makes dating so scary. No so. shit. Ugh. Ugh. Good one. No, I hadn't heard that one. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. done. It's a wild yeah. story. I'm furious. Rage. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to listen. Oh, I'm so fucking Because if you listen to the other podcast I was telling you about, they actually do have the... Well, they on the show, too, they show him doing the interview. It's... I just hate this. I hate this like this like crime of passion kind of thing that Mm. we've developed where it's just like I was just so passionate and I just loved her so much. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Like you're like in you're you're like a fragile 
like your masculinity, your yeah. ego, like all of these things are so fucking fragile that you can't deal with heartbreak. Yeah. And the only way you know how to deal with it is violence. And okay. like that's so like. Right. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hate it. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it. Uh, all right. What are you guys uh, watching? <laughs> oh, uh, I love is blind. You know, that's yeah. that's kind of yeah, where I'm it. at. Yeah. Um, I'm also been uh, Eric and I have been binging cooking shows. Oh, hell nice. yes. Oh, my God. God is the best thing. Dude, I think it's, it's my favorite therapy. thing. Oh, of yeah. being in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Is watching food shows with your boo. I've been watching the preppy kitchen on Netflix. I mean, not Netflix on YouTube. He's a baker. Nice. And it is like, is there something so soothing about like soothing. watching somebody bake or cook? Like, yeah. but you're just like, God, I feel so much like more at ease. That's probably what I'm going to do when I go home now. Very relaxing. Riled up at this moment. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Really? (laughs) No. I I mean, I do love the Great British Bake Off, but the Preppy Kitchen, like he does a lot of like cake building, and I swear to God, I do like cake shows more than cooking shows. I could watch someone like ice a cake Mm. all day. Yeah, it's kind of like visual ASMR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's so like just lovely. What about you guys? Uh, so I forgot this last week, but we, uh, me and Anthony and your husband, Chris, Cassie, mm-hmm. and a couple of our other friends, we went and saw The Lodge. Oh, yeah. And it's a scary movie. Ooh, ooh. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it dude. I know it's too scary so if Keegan likes it this yeah. much. Fucking weird. Chris oh. told me the whole fucking thing because he's like, you're not going to go watch it. So let me tell you the whole to- entire story. There was like a Heaven's Gate element. It nice. was like... It was very good. I enjoyed it. And like Anthony was out of town. So I was trying to watch movies, you know, that I was like thinking "Ah, I'd been wanting to see this and I didn't watch it Mm because Anthony was here, whatever. So I also watched The Beguiled while he was gone. Mm. Eh. (laughs) It's kind of a crazy in love, too, but it's 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 slow. Like I'm like, eh. and I also side eye movies that take place in the antebellum South that don't have any black people in it. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) yeah, that's a good thing to side eye. I don't know that I trust that at all. Speaking of antebellum South, Antebellum. Hell yeah. That looks amazing. I can't wait. I want to go see that. I I haven't seen anything about it. Janelle Monet. It's, but it's it's scary. V scary. No, thank you. Watch the trailer with company. (laughs) If you're curious. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. Um, I started listening to the podcast today that came out about Rodney Alcala. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is fucking that's a wild ride. Yeah, and the dating show. That yeah. story is wild. Ooh, wow. I, how about again about trusting your gut? How about the woman who like matched with him on the dating show and then was like, nah, no, thank you. Yeah. She met him in real life and she's like, bad vibes. Yeah, not going on a date her. with him. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't want to give anything away because if you don't know, I didn't know a lot of aspects. But there were things where I was like, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. That motherfucker. Wow. I think they're still trying to identify victims. Yeah. From photos and stuff. It's. Um, yeah. Uh, it's real sad. And wow. it's just really the sad kids. how in like the 70s and 80s, you could just literally just drive across the country and kill people. Yeah. They're, like mm-hmm. the very first episode, the girl that they talk about. I had, I had no clue. What's I it called? The it was dating, women. dating game killer? Yep. Okay. I thought it was just like women. Mm-hmm. These are like, some of these are like kids. Yeah. Little girls. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's so wow. Sad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I know it's weird it's to say this now, but do you show. like the podcast? I yeah. love the way that they're putting it Doing together. It? It's really well. Right. 
Um, I really like it. I like the way that they're putting it together. It's it's coming together really nicely. Um, yeah, so I am enjoying the storytelling aspect and hearing a lot of, again, information I didn't know. So yeah. it was, it was, it's really good. Um, and then as far as what I'm watching, I... Um, <laughs> I was in Phoenix all week, so and I was able to watch my Hulu on the TV and my my Airbnb. Nice. And I've I, just been binging the glow up. Oh, the glow up. Okay. Yeah. And I was I gonna keep ask, falling asleep. I'm so tired all week. And I was just, gonna like, falling ask asleep to it. If you're watching the Good Girls, I actually the saw season. the whole first season, but I've never seen season oh, two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, the third season came out, so I just started watching the third season. I fucking love those girls. That's a good fuck Mary Kill too. Nice show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great show. Yeah, yeah, it's a great show. Well, if you guys have stuff that we should watch, if you got stories to send in, if you want to join Patreon to get all that bonus content, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworststatepodcast.com. We would love to chat with you, hang out with you, talk with you, do all the things. And we thank you so much for listening. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.